welcome to our third episode of Marketing Humanised at C4B Media. My name is Jane and in today's episode I'm going to be talking to our very own MD and digital strategist Simon Brooks as we share our common myths and misconceptions around content marketing. So, hello Simon. Hello Jane. We produce a lot of content marketing at C4B Media for our clients. I'd say we do content marketing for the majority of our clients, in fact, yeah. Yeah, and in recent years, the number of different types of content has exploded, hasn't it? Yeah, um, the the importance of content marketing as a way of attracting and retaining customers and building your brand position um, by sort of painting yourself as an expert uh, really underpins a lot of marketing activities right now. Um, I mean, whether you are creating uh, a video or a blog or a podcast series like this one um, or any, anything else, um, creating content has become a lot easier uh, in recent years. Um, and for many business owners, many of our clients, in fact, it raises um, many questions such as, well, what kind of content is going to work best for us? What's what's useful for our organization? And, um, you know, will, will our audience or target market like it? Um, so hence the, the misconceptions that uh, surround content marketing very often, which we're going to explore today. Brilliant. Okay. So what are we going to kick off with first then, Simon? Okay. Well, the first myth about content marketing is people want to hear from us. And um, clearly that isn't always the case. Now, uh, most business owners and marketers are interested in their own products. Um, You know, if you're a business owner, you're passionate about your business. You are passionate about your services, whatever it happens to be. Um, And therefore, the assumption is that, of course, your target market should be equally as interested uh, as you are. Um, But this is this is just a common uh, mistake to make with content marketing, because what it does is it leads to content marketers pushing product and service messages um, to potential buyers before those buyers have agreed to hear from you. Yes, I, I have to say we, we see this type of messaging a lot, don't we? Pe- people just don't want to be sold to. It's all about the all, all about me telesales approach that really turns us off. Um, business often assume that people will be interested in that content. That's exactly right. Yeah, and um, I mean this brings us on to the the, the second. Um, misconception about content marketing um, is that people should be interested in what we have to say. Um, pe- people are not going to be interested until you give them um, a fairly good reason why they should be interested. Um, so the key with content marketing is to try and engage your target market by showing off your knowledge and expertise. Um, in other words, by 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 producing content that has a benefit or an intrinsic value to your target buyers. Um, For instance, uh, educating them about things they may not know, um, just just entertaining them, um, 
even provoking uh, a reaction of some kind. Um, and, it, and in order to do this, the formatting of titles, blog titles and social media posts is really key because these things have got to instantly communicate to potential um, readers and buyers what the value of engaging with your content is going to going to be. Absolutely. And by sharing your knowledge and expertise, you're going to be building that that trust element around your brand, aren't you? Yeah, that's a really powerful benefit of content marketing. Okay, thanks, Simon. So what's the third common misconception then? The third misconception we're going to talk about is that um, we know the content our audience wants. Um, and what I mean by that is that firstly, um, w- w- you know, we're using the wrong word there. Audience is, is not the right word. We don't have an audience for our content. An audience is somebody that is, a, you know, an audience is something that, that pays or, or voluntarily turns up to listen to or watch your, your performance. Um, content uh, is quite different. What we're trying to do is to create an audience for our content. Um, so um, we have to use content to grab attention, uh, to gain a share of the attention out there in the market against all the other background noise uh, that's going on. And um, so therefore, we, what we should see is that is, our, is not an audience, but a market, a target market made up of potential buyers um, who are not necessarily interested in our content yet. Um, and the job of the content marketer is to change that so that we can get our target buyers interested by producing compelling, attractive, engaging content. Yes, and and also this is where profiling your buyers is vital in defining who you need to target your content at, isn't it? Once you have that clear understanding, you can produce the content to, to meet needs. Yes, exactly right. So once you know... Um, the profile of your your target audience, then you can better match the the content to that audience. So the the fourth misconception is that um, content marketing equals writing a blog. Um, write written content is not. Um, perfect for every target market. People just simply don't have the time to read a thousand words uh, in a blog um, sometimes. So um, in any case, you know, there are something around 105 different forms of content to choose from. Uh, and you should therefore try to match that uh, that type of content with your target buyer. Wow, 105 types of content. I did not know that. That's a huge amount. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and as I say, not all types of content are suitable for all types of target buyer. Um, so, so as I say, matching, matching up the type of content with the type of buyer uh, based on their profile requires a lot of careful thought. Um, and of course, when you do this, it's, it's really important to make sure that your brand voice, your personality comes across as authentic um, and empathetic. Uh, in other words, you understand 
what the problems faced by your target buyers are and you are providing a solution um, to those problems. Um, so when it comes to choosing the type of content, think about, um, you know, is a blog right um, or should we be thinking about a podcast like this one, um, webinar, videos, books, anything, anything, any other type of content like that? Okay, so ultimately, for maximum impact, we need to be focusing on the media types that are most relevant to our target market and what sort of content will persuade them to engage and share. Um, competitions, polls and surveys are good for this, aren't they, Simon? Yeah, these are, these are good um, good forms of content because they're interactive and so getting people to complete some kind of poll or, or survey and then promising them a, a copy of the report that comes out of it, an ideal way uh, to engage potential um, buyers of your products. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So what's the fifth and final most common misconception in content marketing? Okay. Actually, this is probably uh, amongst all of them, um, one of the most common misconceptions. And it's that content marketing is a quick route to sales. Um, now, it, it isn't quite simply um, a quick route to sales. What we're doing with content marketing is is actually building up trust amongst a particular uh, set of target buyers. Uh, and what we're doing as we going back to the very first point is showcasing expertise um, so that target buyers will come to a position whereby they trust your brand, they trust your knowledge, they trust your expertise, and therefore they will make that critical buying decision. Um, they need to be confident that they are buying the right product or service from the right company. Um, and, and this takes time. Um, so if you're in a hurry, be prepared to be patient because content marketing is not always a route to quick sales. Ah, uh, Yes, you mentioned trust there. And it's back to that all important trust aspect, which needs to be built up and earned, doesn't it? By making the, uh, the correct content, um, media and channel choices, starting with tangible and useful topics, your audience will engage with you. That's great. Thank you so much, Simon, for joining me in this episode today. Thank you, Jane. Always a pleasure. And if you're looking for some help with your content strategy, we can help you here at C4B Media. You can reach out to our team. We'd be more than happy to help. Simply visit our website, www.c4bmedia.com, for more info or to get in touch. Thank you. Bye. Bye.